This is the Eat.News podcast, powered by Back of House, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we're taking a look at the National Restaurant Association's annual State of the Industry report, plus big dining news for shopping malls and a delivery service getting into the dating game. It's Thursday, February 10th. I'm Claudia Sarek. In today's top story, we discuss the major findings from the National Restaurant Association's latest annual State of the Industry report. For more details, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Happy to be here. So a large part of the report looks at the restaurant industry's continued pandemic recovery. What were some of the key findings here? Yeah, so I think the overall picture here is that we may be inching closer to the beginning of a quote-unquote new normal But the struggle for restaurant operators is far from over. The NRA forecasts that the food service industry is expected to reach $898 billion in sales in 2022. But when you adjust that to inflation, sales then are still roughly down 11% below where they were before the pandemic. Yeah. So and I imagine that staffing is expected to remain a challenge as well then. Yeah, so roughly half of operators expect recruiting and retaining employees to be their top challenge this year. Last year, the industry did add back 1.7 million jobs, but 7 in 10 operators still reported being severely understaffed. This year, the NRA projects that the workforce will grow by 400,000 jobs for the industry, and that's a total of 14.9 million by the end of the year. But unfortunately, that still remains a half million jobs below early 2020 levels. So then let's turn to some good news. We're hearing that more and more people are ready to get back out to dining again. What did the report find there? Yeah, so in good news, consumer demand remains high. According to the report, 51% of adults say they aren't dining at restaurants as often as they'd like. And that's notable here because that's six percentage points higher than when that was reported in January 2020, which was before the pandemic. Meanwhile, 63% of adults, and this is including roughly 70 to 75% of millennials and Gen Zers, say restaurants are an essential part of their lifestyle. Yeah. Household wealth and savings are well above pre-pandemic levels, and debt levels are also lower. And so the NRA says this bodes well for continued spending growth. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that statistic as well. I feel I feel the same way. It, it is. It really is a part of your life. Um, so let's talk about some of the emerging trends that the report looked at. What were some of the main predictions here for 2022 that you can share with us? The report looked at everything from the increases in menu streamlining to the continued popularity of outdoor dining. But one of the major topics that stuck out, and it's also one increasingly on operators' minds, is technology. In the report, more than 8 in 10 operators say that the use of technology in a restaurant provides competitive advantage, and a good proportion say they plan to ramp up investments in this area next year. The most common plans are for service-based technology. These are things like online or app ordering, reservation software, mobile payment or delivery management, according to the report. And roughly two-thirds of operators also said that they predict technology and automation to help with the current labor shortage. Mm. So I'm curious then if there's any data on how customers are reacting to the increasing use of technology in the food service space. Yeah, so there's actually good news in this area too. According to the report, only about one in four adults think restaurants currently employ too much technology. And the same proportion said that we could actually use more tech in the industry. 
Tech options are particularly popular among younger consumers. Take, for example, drones and robots. More than 60% of Gen Z and millennials say they'd order delivery that arrives by a self-driving car. And this is versus 42% of Gen Xers and just 33% of baby boomers. Likewise, roughly 60% of Gen Z and millennials also said they'd get food prepared by automated systems like robotics. And this is compared to just 20% of baby boomers. This could provide an insightful look at the future. Yeah, that's not very surprising to me. I would love to order a drone, uh, a burrito by drone that can be delivered to my doorstep. So uh, I, I can't wait for that day. So I'm excited to see where this technology space goes and, and, and where it's headed in the future. Thanks so much, Grace. Thanks, Claudia. In yet another effect of the ongoing pandemic, diners say they're noticing the impact supply chain and staffing challenges are having on quality. A new survey from Premise shows that diners can literally taste restaurant struggles with lack of staff and skyrocketing inflation, which have led some restaurants to trim hours, cut menu items, and 86 high-priced ingredients. More than 60% of American diners say they have noticed declining quality, and 46% say they dine out less often as a result. On the staffing front, food service and bar employment grew by 108,000 jobs in January, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. While that's encouraging to a degree, leisure and hospitality employment remained down 1.8 million, or 10.3 percent, since the pre-pandemic levels of February 2020, as hospitality hiring continues to recover at a slower pace than other sectors. This news sparked numerous restaurant groups to continue calls for replenishment of the Restaurant Relief Fund, which is currently under consideration in Congress. Will your nearest shopping mall be getting into the ghost kitchen game? Mall mega-owner Simon Property Group and ghost kitchen company Kitchen United are swinging big with a concept called Grab-Go-Eat. Diners can use kiosks or an app to place orders from food court restaurants. Workers will then hand-deliver their food to wherever the customer happens to be sitting or shopping. There will also be a drive-through carryout option, meaning you won't have to park your car to get your fix of Great American Cookie Company or Orange Julius, and mall restaurants will presumably enjoy a revenue boost. Malls aren't the only space where Kitchen United is making a big play, announcing a partnership with Kroger to bring ghost kitchens to the grocery chain, with the first location slated to open in a Los Angeles location of the Kroger-owned Ralph's later this year. Yet another sign of aggressive ghost kitchen expansion, creating additional competition within the industry. Valentine's Day is coming up and DoorDash is getting into the dating game, although for a limited time only. The third-party delivery giant has partnered with burger giant Shake Shack to create a dating site centered around the chain's spicy buffalo chicken sandwich. Yep, you heard us. Dubbed Eat Cute, the limited edition site, which runs until February 15th, allows users to create a dating profile and is matched according to how hot they like their food before receiving a promo code for a free sandwich. Honestly, this already sounds tastier than Tinder. 
Finally, file this one under independent restaurants taking advantage of timely marketing opportunities. When a University of West Virginia student reported becoming ill after consuming some undercooked chicken at the dining hall, a nearby restaurant took notice. The Boston Beanery, a noted student hangout, updated its sign with a message, Students, we cook our chicken until it's done. Sure, that's a low bar to clear, but it's a good dual reminder of the importance of food safety and finding a marketing message that resonates with your audience. That's all for this week, folks. Take care. <laughs>